Good Bitches. I'm Jules. Rangi Heiwe. And I'm Jody Clark, and welcome to this week's episode of Good Bitch. This week, we had to get into something that has been weighing heavily on my heart. It keeps coming to the forefront over and over again, Jules. I see this repeatedly, and it's been breaking my heart. I had to talk to you about it this week. Yes, and I was living, I know exactly what you're going to try and say, and I was living through it, bitch. This week, we're chatting, uh, selling your soul for a relationship or or a man's, and uh, truly kind of forgetting who you are, Jodes. Can I say that, at least? Absolutely, or at least, shall we say, losing yourself in that relationship. Beautifully put, my darling. How have you been? Are still up on the GC? Still up on the GC. Um, sadly, I will be returning to Sydney next week. So the good life is coming to an end, Jules. I've been keeping um, Corona Extra in business. So sorry to say that, dolls. Uh, you'll have to get your money elsewhere because I think I've j- honestly, I swear I've, I've gone through about three cases of the stuff. Oh, the bottle shop will be in mourning, the local bottle shop in the corner. They'll be in dressed in black come Wednesday. I've been on my Cardi B shit, so we'll need to get back into, you know, the, the health and wellness that I'm accustomed to in Sydney very, very <laughs> soon. But what's been going on with you? Have you been causing a ruckus in Sydney? Oh, have I ever. <laughs> I was, you know what? It's a recipe for disaster, Jodes, because it's long weekend here mm. and it's beautiful weather. And those two together, oof, that's a bad time. It's a, it was a bad time to be a, a housewife. So... Friday, I went to a couple of um, networking events. I get invited to quite a lot of wanky things now, Jodes. I'm I'm turning into one of those gals. I don't know (laughs) if I like it or not. You love the wanky events. Yeah, so we're getting invited to a couple of wanky events. Um, I do keep it good, bitch. You know, I'm only drinking the house lights. I'm getting blind beyond, um, you know, beyond belief. Um, But that was a huge night. And then yesterday I went out for a boozy brunch with one of our mutual friends and then from there everyone else seemed to be at the pub the thing is Jodes I can't walk home without bumping into people at the pub and it's just it's a trap for me it's an absolute trap they're out here trying to ruin my life they I'm are, a good girl you are a good girl they're out here in these streets just they're awaiting your downward spiral doll I really are so we're recording on this on a Sunday I've had one glass of wine when I was on the phone to my mother and that's it and I, it's an early night for me doll Love that for you. Love that for you. Well, look, should we get into it? Um, it goes without saying, we've all been tuned into Big Brother with Jules making a splash as an intruder. And seeing as we've all been in the mix, I've actually been thinking a lot about some of the themes that have been coming up during the show and just be really been just observing as a third party. Obviously, you're my co-host and you've been on the show, which has been great to have that personal connection. But just personally, as an outsider, I've been thinking quite a lot about the gorgeous Sam Minovsky. Hopefully I'm saying her surname correctly. And just my heart just goes out to the girl because, in my opinion, she really wasn't able to grab the opportunity in the house by the balls, make her mark in the game due to her relationship with Drew. And, you know, I follow her on social media as well. And if you sift through her IG comments, uh, well, you know, I I have noticed that there's just a lot of remarks of that nature. A lot of viewers feel the same way. I got a sense that the housemates never truly bonded with her because she put all her energy into 
her relationship with Drew, which I believe is now over. She's made a couple of comments about, you know, how he's played her, et cetera, et cetera. But what it got me thinking about is how relatable this is. Um, how many women have been in Sam's shoes? They've had this learning lesson, maybe not on a, you know, nationwide reality show, but it surely is a mistake all women have made, including ourselves, Jules. So I hope we can get into it today. Yeah, well, it was hard to even live with, I'll be honest. Mm. Um, it, on paper, Sam and I should have been the best of friends, both clearly feminists, both always talk about relations for quite literally our jobs. Um, but I think it was quite sad because because of that very reason, I couldn't get close with her. And because, Jodes, you know how much I hate girls that put boys in front of the girls. I just can't stand it. So I actually think it came at such a demise that I bloody sent her packing. Like I sent her home essentially. But yeah. I think the, the bigger topic we want to touch on is, yeah, when – Girls, well, Jodes and I are talking from our own experience. Mm. So when girls especially kind of lose their self, lose themselves within relationships. Um, exactly. So I think the overarching theme here and what we are very much passionate about here at Good Bitch is just to remember to put yourself first always. Mm-hmm. Because once you start putting everything into one person, you wind up in quite a vulnerable position. Whether you're on a reality show or not, um, you know, there's a lesson to be learned in Sam's experience and it's we're certainly not coming from a place of judgment. Certainly it's our opinion that you must have your own independence and identity outside the relationship. Jules, do you want to kick us off? Can I throw the mic to you and you just share with us perhaps a time in your sweet, sweet life when your own relationship became all-consuming. Surely there's a time in your life where you may have been able to relate to Sam's position. Oh, definitely. And I think the longer you stay in something, the the harder you make for yourself. Um, I think with my longest relationship, the three-year one, I remember thinking, well, I can't really leave him because I had no friends in Sydney oh sorry I had like about 1.5 friends I had a girl at the cafe and I had my guy mate who we both know Mm. Uh, but he was off doing his own thing and so he should so I thought shit what happens to me if I exit this relationship I have no friends I have a job that I like feel okay about I don't know this city very well and he's just shown me this amazing world and he was giving me everything and yeah, it was quite a nice relationship, but I knew in my heart of hearts, like this wasn't it. But I remember sitting there thinking, fuck, it's going to be so hard getting out of this relationship because of how freaking lonely I'm going to feel. But I knew that if I stayed in it another three years, instead of having 1.5 friends, I'll have 0.0 friends. Like I would have lost those friendships as well. Um, so you felt you were actually quite aware of the fact that you were quite enmeshed in this situation? So, so meshed. Um, I kind of didn't really have any other friends. I, everything was based around his work and people who know the relationship I'm talking about will understand that it was a very weekend. Um, people who knew us back then as a couple will understand exactly what I mean by it took up my whole weekend. It was a very kind of nightlife job. So I was having so much fun, but then when it came to trying to find someone to have a coffee with, I just had no friends. So, yeah, so by the time I did cut the cord completely, 
I was so, that was the loneliest time in my life. But thank fuck I did because it really taught me to kind of sit in my shit. And we've all been, um, we've all been kind of victim to it. And, you know, going back on the whole Big Brother experience, you it is your loneliest time. I have never felt that lonely in my life. So for someone to hang on to a certain person, I don't even blame the girl. I can see oh. it. Like I so understand it. It becomes your security blanket. It becomes your only friend. It becomes your fucking parents all wrapped into one. And it's such a, I can imagine that it would be such a, high, a, a heightened experience. That's why even my mother was commenting, God, they're always bloody crying on that show. And it's because it's, it becomes your weird little warped reality. These people do sort of become your family, right? You're in there for weeks. You don't have any contact with the outside world. I can see how it would be so comforting just to have that person that you, f- you felt like was your person had your back. And yeah. As yep. a, it can be very addictive and, yeah, but totally. But let's just touch 100% and let's just touch on that because this is kind of the reason how things can go so wrong because mm. as we've seen it played out for people who aren't watching the show, it was it ended up being quite deceitful and, and deals were made behind this person's back and everything. And I think that's such um, a reflection on how life can get if you're just so focused on one person. The red flags start to be rose-coloured and you excuse them. Remember my longest boyfriend would fucking stand me up at restaurants, but I thought, oh, no, he's just so busy with work. Like we start to excuse a lot of behaviour because we're so so set on our on this person becoming our forever person that we just fucking lose our marbles oh exactly exactly um it's so easy to do <laughs> i've been there many times myself and i'll be the first person to put my hand up and say i've you know i've i've made the same mistake it's mm-hmm. a lot of the time it is easier said than done particularly when you're being emotionally manipulated i think that's happened to me a lot as well um, I've just had kind of a bad run in, in love, but I trust that it will happen for me when it's meant to happen. Um, yeah. So what can we let our GBs know about of how to kind of stay true to yourself? We're not, it, although it's coming across this way, GBs, we're actually not anti-falling in love. No, but we're what not. We're, saying, we're just trying to say like, don't lose yourself. Don't get swept up into this kind of non-existent reality. So what can we do? So let's say the worst happens and you break up, God forbid, which Loki always is the case. Yeah, exactly. How can we exit this breakup and still have our friends intact and still have, you know, our sanity intact, Jodes? What can the girls do? Well, the girls gaze and <laughs> The girls gaze and theirs. What can everyone do? Well, I just think it's so important to avoid operating from a place of dependency. Like, always have your own hobbies, likes, interests, friends before even getting into a serious relationship. Like, I don't know if you have friends that, not to attack anyone, but for me. Just per- say their name, bitch. <laughs> just say their name. Say it with your chest. Personally, like, I find those relationships where people are just, like, completely enmeshed and it's almost like two become one. It's giving Spice Girls. Like, I find that cringy because my first thought is, like, it's a beautiful thing if you're all in love, but what if it all falls apart? Do you know what and I mean? we see it time and time again we get messages about it time and time again of people that are lost because they invested into the sole person two years have gone by that relationships fallen apart their only friends were his friends or her friends or their friends 
They didn't prioritize actually keeping that girls weekend, booking that trip with the bestie, putting in some personal time, like keeping to that self-care, doing things that are important to you. All the things that you did when you were single, you should maintain some of those things when you're in a relationship. Everything shouldn't go out the door because you met a guy. Like you, you're more desired and not that you should be doing it for these reasons, but you're more desired when you have your own plans. There is nothing I find that gives me the ick faster than when a guy is hanging off my every move and that he's available when I'm available. Fucking yuck. And the same, <laughs> I'm sure the same in reverse would, you know, like we are hotter when we're booked and busy, bitch. Was like I saw a meme on like Instagram the other day, and it was talking about how you know we're always like, where, where, where? I just want a guy that's obsessed with me, and then the guide messages you every day, and you're like, fuck off. <laughs> there, you know, remember, remember during lockdown, and um, when a guy got COVID, and I was over him by day three because he couldn't come see. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm fucking over him now. The poor doll. If you get COVID and you have to self isolate for ten days. Uh, honey, that relationship's over because I'm bored of you. <laughs> <laughs> that ship has sailed. You're particularly ruthless, though. Ruthless. We, ruthless. we know I've got some hyper-independence <laughs> shit going on. <laughs> yes, Absolutely. the hyper-independence. But there'll be other people out there like you as well, doll. Do you know what I mean? There'll be other people that are more on the emotional side like me that can relate to getting attached maybe a little bit too soon. Um, awareness is everything. Do you know what I mean? As long as you're aware, awareness goes hand in hand with boundaries. If you know what you're like, you're more likely to set yourself up for a win and make sure that you're putting yourself first. Like I've learned, I know I don't have any regrets for any of the moves I've made, Jules, because I've learned from every single situation and it's made me learn about different personality types and how to carry myself and what not to do next time. And do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always very accountable and every situation I've been in, there has been faults on both sides. I, it's not like I'm saying, all these men ain't shit and it's all their fault. There's things that I could have done to have more control over the situation as well. Yeah, a thousand percent. And even on the flip side, for someone who, I mean, my last relationship was like four years ago Mm. from someone and I didn't have a relationship until I was in my, what, mid, like 22 or something. Mm. Like from being always the single girl and always the friend that people come back to, it has actually set me up for such a f- solid foundation in life of what, how not to, you know how you say, you're on the side of how to be in relationships. I'm on the side of how to ha- treat your friends, mm. like, and how to uphold that. Cause I truly believe it set me up to be such a solid friend. Does that make sense? Like, just yeah. so I can like look at it from a bird's eye view of what to do and what not to do as being on the flip side of the person who was always there for when, People suddenly want to call the single girl and the party girl and blah, blah, blah. And don't get it. Can I just say live on air, the single girl and the party girl, we clock that. You don't think we know that you're calling us straight away when you're single? We clock it and we we are keeping a bank of who was there when just because you're happy like and you're never checking in, I'm fucking remembering that shit. Yeah, and on the flip side, can I say us empaths, we clock when you bitches want to come to us for some relationship advice or a shoulder to cry on, but magically you weren't available when everything was happy-go-lucky in that relationship. It got to a point when I got annoyed with those friends too, Jules, who were happy yeah. to lean on me for support when they were down and out, but when they were happy and in love, I couldn't holler at my friends. Jody who? Jody who? Like that, that's, that got to me um, at one point too. So look, girls, don't be that friend. 
Don't be that friend. Don't be that friend. And just as a sign off, I truly believe that our friendships and our girlfriends are more important than romantic relationships. A bit scandalous, I know, Jodes, but uh, they are the longest we have throughout our entire lives and they will stand the test of time. So just make sure you keep watering your friendships too, apart from throwing it back and busting open and trying to find the man's, the love of your life. It's really important to be a good friend. But even when I do find, you know, my love of my life, he needs to love on my girls too. He needs to be very supportive of, you know, your girls' weekends. That can't go 100%, out. 100%. Otherwise, I'm going to fucking – I was going to say I was going to bash him. But 100%. Look at, all, or look at all the people that we hang out with, Jodes. Like, mm, we, mm. we're so happy to hang out with couples that are actually a good couple, you know, and actually, like, care about us as a collective. Yes, and that are engaged in, our, in their own little world. That's a, that's a great place to be. Don't be a regular couple. Be a cool couple. And also, I just want to say that divorce is a beautiful thing. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> I agree. Divorce is the ticket to happiness. I'm not fucking lying. Our lawyer, actually, can I just say this? Our lawyer, Jobs, I was having a drink with her the other night and she knows she's a, she specializes in a family lawyer and she honestly reckons the difference by the time she, when she meets someone to when she lets them go and when her court the court has been done, you know, I, I don't know this. She's done uh, and dusted, yeah. When the court has been done, she literally feels like she's releasing a dove because they're so much happier and a weight has been lifted. So shout out to divorce baddies. <laughs> shout out to our divorce baddies. Keep throwing it back, sis. And on that, that gorgeous note, I think we should take him to break, Jules. So make sure you GBs have rated us five stars on Apple and Spotify and follow our IG and TikTok at Good Bitch Pod. We'll be right back. Good bitches, you're with Jules and Joes. And finally, we have a confession. I have quickly skimmed over this, and all I'm seeing is sex, cum, and pelvic floor. So, uh, you know what, Joes, can you just read it out to me, please? It's giving a lot, so let's just get right into it, Jules. This one is from Anon. Hello, Queen GBs. A couple of years ago, a guy from my gym slid into my DMs. After a few attempts of trying to hang out with me, I finally let him come over one evening. I need to mention he has a girlfriend. Yes, I was being a bad gal. I'm also allergic to latex, so condoms are not an option. Neither are non-latex because I always seem to snap them. So unfortunately, unprotected sex is the only way I can have sex. So, me being... The bossy bitch I am. One night I was on top as per usual because that is my favorite position. And we're having sex. He decided to come in me without any warning. And I'm thinking, what the actual fuck? How dare you? We aren't using protection. He doesn't even know if I'm on any contraception. Obviously I am, but he didn't know that GBs. And he has a girlfriend. So me being the funny bitch I am, or at least I think I am, I lifted myself off the dick 
and used my pelvic floor muscles and pushed his cum out of my vagina onto his belly and said, yes, thanks, you can actually have that back. Maybe about six months later, we hooked up again. It wasn't a good night for me as I'd been at an event that ended not so nice. Look, I was sad. I was at a hotel, so I thought, fuck it, whatever. I let him come and stay in my hotel. Yes, he is still with the girlfriend at this point. During this time period between our two sexy rendezvous, he moved into state and was working in the mines. His girlfriend was also there with him. He was still talking to me and was actually trying to convince me to get a job where he was as I work in the construction industry myself. About two years later, I had met someone and was moving to another state to be with him. I always get my facials done at laser clinics and I couldn't transfer the money on my account. So I went into the laser clinics before I moved to use the last of my credit. Who walks out to collect me to do my facial but his girlfriend? So now I'm laying there while she tells me about her skin journey and moving to another state with her boyfriend, etc, etc, etc. And all I can think about was the obvious. I had fucked her man twice. So fucking awkward. Now skip forward another three years and what pops up on my Instagram? Just the other month, they have gotten married. Congratulations, they can now live happily ever after. I think I hate both people in this scenario. <laughs> I feel really sorry for Laser Clinics girl. Like, so sorry. She's none the wiser. Yeah, that's the part that, yeah, when I read this, that's the part that had me fucked up is, look, I don't care if Laser Clinic girl is down there, you know, on my freaking flaps getting into it. After she was done, I probably would have pulled her aside and said something. I would have told her. Right? 100%. Right? No, like I definitely would have told her. Holy shit. I, because um, it would have been written all over my face. I'm too honest. It would have been like, hey, thank you so much for today. I actually need to talk to you privately. Is now a good time or when do you get a break? Or it actually had a conversation. Right? Yes. And also this man is a fucking, this man is an absolute pig a dirty, dirty pig because you know, Joe, that it, he's not doing it with just hotel girl. He is cheating on this girl frequently. And the fact he's nutting inside with no protection, okay, well, I hope that's cool that you better be paying for half the abortion then. $800, thank you. Oh, honey, that's my first thought. Like, um, GB, you certainly, not that she cares, she's kept it moving, but she certainly won't be the only one. And do you know what, Jules, can I just say, I can think of probably three other examples from my social media alone where I know for a fact that they're married and he's fucking around. And I've got to say, that's just on single girls. Like, it just makes me feel happy to be, you know, I know we talk about that I'm lonely, but at least I'm not putting up with this fuck shit doll. What's what's better? Seriously. Babe, I sleep every night being single <laughs> as fuck with my little, my 10 fingers and my 10 toes under my blanket. I sleep happily knowing that no one is out here cheating on me. It's, it's a deep slumber. It's a certain REM cycle that only single bitches can really be afforded. So... Oh, we're going on a bit of a rut here, but I don't. What what do we do with this? It's just a hot mess. It's a fucking mess, and also I'm pretty sure that that's illegal now. Like to come inside of someone without their consent. Sheeting? 
depending on what state depending on what state she lives in it can actually be illegal my love please be careful please be careful hey especially if you're um you're saying you're not using protection like your body is paramount your safety is paramount don't ever put yourself second to a man's pleasure ever i think i need another corona after that one Holy shit. I know I said I'm having a quiet night tonight, but after that, I'm fucking, I'm going out. That That's just put me in a, a tailspin. GBs, we absolutely love your confessions. This will always be a judgment-free zone. Yes, we voice our opinions, especially towards pig fucking men. But <laughs> write to us. Uh, you can DM us at goodbitchpod on IG. We're on TikTok at goodbitchpod. Um, and you can write an email and stay completely anonymous as this mm. good bitch has. Uh, what is our website, Jones? It was www.goodbepodcast.com. You can voice note us. Uh, we love hearing from you good bitches and we will see you next Tuesday. Love you, bitches. Mm.